Brandon. Hey, Alan. And welcome to Dice Over Everything. So, have you been spending a lot on games lately? Uh, every single week, whether I want to uh, play something or not. Whether I... I yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> just, just because I feel like I need to do a little bit of consumerism. Yeah, I know. It's... The retail therapy is a real, real thing. Yeah, it's it not, makes me feel not good, the yeah. same stuff for everybody, but even a little bit of paint goes a long way. Yeah, but have you found that, like, since our main game is Infinity, yep. uh, that you've bought enough Infinity and you kind of are trying to branch out and find something for your retail therapy to buy? Because I've built, like, a whole army that's sitting there waiting to be painted, but I've got other things in the queue before it, yes. Yeah, so um, what do you do with that? Well, when you have to buy something buy things for other games I plan to play in the future. And then just have, like, less and less closet space? It's already in the negative territory, so, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah, you were just mentioning that everything is on your your kitchen. Underneath your kitchen table now is your storage, or on top? No, move from the dining room into the kitchen. Anyway. Oh, sorry, not your... Yeah, your kitchen table. Or your dining table. Yes. Do you keep stuff underneath? I used to, then it moved to the kitchen. Anyway... Inside, like, your cabinets? Your kitchen cabinets is not filled with terrain? <laughs> no, those are full of stuff for the kitchen that never gets <laughs> <Okay>. used either. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. So, is it mostly, like, big games that are taking this up? Is it little games? Is it... Um, well, for me, like I said, uh, I... Well, basically, we, we don't play... Well, actually, we do play a bunch of games, but... Do we play any big games anymore, would you say? Uh, no, I don't, I, I'm not, every once in a while I'll play some games of 40k, yep. uh, and I did buy the new Apocalypse, mm -hmm. uh, that Warhammer 40,000 Apocalypse, uh, but mostly it's like skirmish games now. Yeah, so you've moved away from the big, pricey, expensive games, you'd say? Um, yeah, yeah, that yeah. makes sense. And it wasn't necessarily based on price, it was... Uh... It was actually not on... It's the amount of time that it takes yeah. to play those games. So wait, wait, wait. Before we go on, uh -huh. what is the general topic we're supposed to do today? Oh, I think we're going to talk about like big, pricey games versus smaller, Small, scale, sweet, cheap. perfect uh -huh. gameplay games. Yeah, the guiltless games, yeah, you might the, call them. I'm totally not biased, but yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, okay, so uh, continue. So the big What game. about the big, pricey games? That, that push you away from them. So you yeah. just said that they you get pushed away from them because of the sheer time it takes to yeah. just assemble, paint, and even play the game, I guess you'd say. Yeah, yeah. so I I, um, I think I, we've mentioned this before, but mm -hmm. I started uh, back onto the uh, hobby train after an extended break during uh, university, and after right after university, because um, I wanted to play Warhammer 40,000, because that's the game that we understood was miniature gaming. Mm -hmm. And... I decided I wanted to start a new army, uh, orcs. Uh, but the problem with orcs is that it's an infantry-based army, so the core ar of your army is 90 boys. Even back then. Yeah. Even back, back then. Oh, edition, maybe I think I it was say. 60. It was less. I think it was 60, mm -hmm. or 60 or something like that. Or 70. No, I think it was 90. Because I remember thinking, mm -hmm. first I'll do 60, and then I'll move up. <laughs> like I'll have three squads of 20. That'll be yeah, a, a start. Three, yeah, and then I'll move or That'll be for small up. games. That'll yeah. be for a 1250 game. Plus 30 Gretchen. That's your base list. So that was a super, un, like, huge undertaking. And uh, because I didn't know any better, eventually I did that. And I do have an orc army now with 90 boys, 30 Gretchen, tons of, like, extra armor tanks, vehicles, extra boys with special weapons and things like that. Uh -huh. And now even 90 boys doesn't seem like enough. No, because, and, and you've been building it for a decade. Yeah, to be fair, additions have changed. Yep. So 90 boys is uh, not enough anymore. And now In Apocalypse fact, has arrived, so it's yet even not enough again. Uh, I think Apocalypse... So, so here's the thing with Apocalypse is um, I the game was made to play even bigger games games uh, but the rules seem actually better than the base Warhammer 40,000 rules and they seem to they're supposed to play faster and I, I did watch some YouTube mm -hmm. videos I haven't played it yet but it does look like uh, if, when we talked about how long the game takes to play yep. it does look like it will be at least faster to play a 40k size game so which it fits is like into the cat 
Yeah. So it fits into the category apocalypse of the giant pricey game. Yeah. But they have at least done something to tweak it away from the Super five hour game. game. That you know we're we're at mm-hmm. the uh, I don't know t- period in our life where we just uh, it's hard to get that much time. Although technically today we are actually spending probably like we're gonna spend over five hours. When all set is done and done, do this podcast, go mm-hmm. play some games, go get something to eat. It's okay. Even for work, I had to work for seven hours after work ended to get work done. So sometimes that's just how, what you have to do. But that's work. Yeah. That's the problem is that we all have to work. That's why we can't spend five hours every day doing it. I didn't have to work. I know. That I would that's have, the secret. Or if my job was easy and didn't need me to do seven hours of work after work, that seven hours oh, could just be spent. after work. Yes. Oh, my bad. That is a lot of work after yes, work. Yes, it is. That could have been but spent wait, on, on gaming. Saturday? Friday. Oh, that's Today's, Friday? Today is Saturday. Sorry. Wait, but you have early ending on on Friday yes. at like 2. So 7 hours is not actually 7 hours for a normal guy. You totally talk that up. Yes, exactly. So, <laughs> technically, okay. It's still it's 7 still hours that could have been spent on gaming. Yeah. And it's still a lot of time, but you do get off early. So that's that's only like... For a normal person, that's only like five hours more work after work. I know. It's still a lot. Still a lot of gaming. Yeah. So Apocalypse, they did at least something for that. Yeah. It's a big game did, to bring and, it back down. And they did try to encourage people to play even larger games. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but it still has the pricey element to it. And But I think like when, when you already are playing normal 40k, mm-hmm. uh, the barrier to get to Apocalypse, I think it's basically the same. Because now you can play the game more easily, potentially. Yeah, and, and Apocalypse basically has the same... Like like I was saying, you can play 40k-sized games with Apocalypse rules. Mm-hmm. So really, the biggest issue with Apocalypse is getting all those models and assembling them, right? And transporting them. And transporting and, them. Mm-hmm. And then if a game is actually shorter, it's actually easier to play an Apocalypse game at 40k scale than it is to play yeah. a 40k game at 40k scale. So what you're saying is... Unless you play a baby game of 40k. If you have less time, more money, Apocalypse is for you. Yes. And if you have... Uh, no, not more money. money. Same money. Really? Okay. you got to buy like all these codexes now in books. Oh, probably cheaper now because all of the... The big the, models are less... Well, the pound. models... <laughs> no, the models are the same models. Mm-hmm. When I say like you play a 40k army... Like literally, you you only bring your forty k army yep. that you would play for a normal like seventeen fifty two thousand point game, and you play a hundred point game of Apocalypse, and that's roughly hundred to hundred twenty five. It's something like that. Obviously, that doesn't exactly match up because the rules are entirely, well, significantly different. But so the models purchased and that you have to paint is the same number. The thing is, when you buy Apocalypse, you buy one one hundred dollar box. And, and then all of the PDFs mm-hmm. are uh, free. And then technically you can buy uh, the movement bases. You don't have to. Like if all you're if you running, play all knights, then maybe not. You play all giant if you, if you play all space things. marines, it's mm-hmm. easy enough to move those guys around in blocks, right? Mm-hmm. It's only, but, but here's the thing. You're running your normal 40k army when I'm running my orcs. Yep. So the bases only make the gameplay faster again it's like a game eight and they've gotten rid of the templates hitting multiple guys phenomenon where you don't have to they, worry they about spacing out all your troops yeah they'd already gotten rid yeah, of that exactly so like many games where you have to worry about spacing your guys out to be Spa- the perfect uh, 1.5 inches away so the template doesn't nail them all yeah. they've, they've taken care they of that aspect the spatial part of games from 40k which i guess makes it sound worse they, and it's not just the the templates that that that, that. there's like they just their lack of terrain rules and everything like that has kind of uh, has kind of done that. Oh, that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, you should if you're gonna play a mass game and instead of playing 40k, I think I think it makes sense to try out Apocalypse. It seems yes. cheaper. Seems mm-hmm. cheaper. And then the other thing I was saying is that the codexes, uh, every codex that you get is like 50 bucks, and you have to buy a rule book, which is I think more than 50 bucks. So already, that's the same cost as um, the box that you get for Apocalypse with all the free PDFs. Yep. And then the box also has your dice, your tokens, and everything, which I haven't even priced that in into 40K. I, I guess you have to buy that stuff too. So mm-hmm. vanilla 40K costs more money to get into than Apocalypse. I could see that. <laughs> <laughs> Depends on what size of game Apocalypse you want to get. Yeah. Right? So other giant games that are out there? That, that I have or intend to play? 
Mm-hmm. No, I actually did think about playing Age of Sigmar. Yep. Uh, and I even like picked up some models because I liked uh, the the goblins, right? The night goblins, mm-hmm. the the guys with the pointy hats, like. Uh, yeah, I've seen them. The yeah, funny yeah. looking goblin people yeah. who carry so the, who have all sorts of little spirit animals and knickknacks attached to them. Yeah, mm-hmm. John, well, spirit round monsters with lots of 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 teeth. Yes. Yeah. So. Um, I was thinking of getting to that, but then when I tried to calculate, when I talked to the guys at, at the store and tried to calculate how much it would take to build a normal Age of Sigmar army. Mm-hmm. Just how many guys like that go into it? Mm-hmm. There's too many guys. Yeah, because we see lots of people at the store of playing the game. Over and over. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not just a whole bunch of different guys that would be fun to paint. It's, it's like, okay, so I have, I don't know, this block of 60, 60 night goblins. You just talked about the orcs. Now we have 69 goblins. At least the night goblins are much smaller, right? And they're much more simple. They just have like a, a triangle hood. They're like, and robes. They're like uh, KKK, except that you can see their face mm-hmm. and they're cute. Um, so they're at least easier to paint. But you have to paint way more, like 100 or something like that to have. And then even when you do that, that's not enough guys because it's supposed to be spammy, I guess. So then you have to also get like the big squig monsters. Problem with the big squiggle monsters is they're not enough points too. So you have to get two or three of the big squiggle monster, and I'm like, I don't want two or three. I want like one group one of one big squiggle cool. monster, exactly. a few small things. Yeah, exactly, because it just looks cooler and it makes it. It, it doesn't. It looks more unique. Yeah, it looks special at that point. It's not just yeah, just re- mm-hmm. re- repetitive, right? So uh, I didn't get into it because I was like, wow, this is way too many models. Instead, I just bought some night goblins. Yeah, whenever we see people at the store playing it, they have uh-huh. so many models on the table to start with. Yeah. So it's it's clearly a very difficult, big, expensive, mm-hmm. obviously, game to get into. Yeah, and I think I think we we talked about this before, but um, do you think there's definitely a fun of of laying out that army? Like I just mentioned before, uh, all of my the orcs that I painted, right? I do enjoy every once in a while taking them all out, mm-hmm. laying them down, and just looking at. them. Oh, it looks really cool as a giant there's, army. Yeah, there's something of, mm-hmm. uh, about just looking at tons of models as a cohesive giant thing. Oh yeah, when I used to have the Space Marine army, it was cool. Like this entire row of tanks in the back, mm-hmm. combined with like line bikes, combined line with of lines and lines of guys. It looks really cool. But, but then it comes to playing. Mm-hmm. Do you think obviously there's fun in like saying my army of huge guys lines up and your army lines up just like you know the climax of these war movies where, where things are about to hit and then things go to hell. Um, do you think that is required, though, to get that feeling? What are you calling that feeling, though? Of epic scale of things clashing. Oh, unfortunately, maybe yes. Unless, hmm, unless you played with fewer really big models. I can see if you had, like, mm-hmm. titan-sized things, like things that are five-plus inches, mm-hmm. and you had a couple on each side, mm-hmm. it could feel epic, but... Okay, you, but there has to be there has to be a physical like there's enough pounds of models on the table to create I, this. I think there's definitely has there has to be enough that you can't count them. Mm-hmm. Right? If it's like ten guys, that's not epic. Yep. Well, it, it can be epic if you think about scale, right? Mm-hmm. Of, of what they're supposed to be. Uh, but ten guys, it doesn't feel like the war movie where two giant armies are clashing when you can literally count all the guys on one side. Mm-hmm. Unless they're superheroes, I guess. But well, then they but, have to fight another giant army. No, anyway. no, ten superheroes fighting ten superheroes. When you think when mm-hmm. when you think one guy is Superman level, right? When you have ten Superman Supermans against ten other Supermans, it does feel earth shattering because you feel like the stakes are like any one of these guys could conquer. I don't know the U.S. by themselves, and now you have ten of them against another ten. In fact, mm-hmm. the normal uh, epic uh, superhero battle is five on five. Right? But now when everybody's the same level, it all seems normal. It kind of normalizes it, mm-hmm. it's true. So you have to add weaklings exactly. to make the yes. epic guys epic. Or you just have a horde of weaklings, which make that seem epic. Mm-hmm. So here's um, though one of my arguments against thinking that you need that many guys, though. At least the, the number of guys you need for uh, 40k, which I, I guess we didn't say the actual number, but like, I don't know, a... a my orc army for a normal 2,000 point game is like 90 boys, because mm-hmm. that's all I have, although it should have been 120, but 90 boys, 30 grots, 
uh, some trucks, some extra guys. So probably like 150 models mm-hmm. uh, with five or five bigger things. Uh, yeah, so that's my army size. Versus, and that's I guess a kind of hordes like army. A normal yeah. army is what a, like a marine based army might be seventy like trooper size things plus a few bigger things. Maybe sixty troopers and then like ten bigger things. Yeah, and maybe five, five or ten bigger things. Mm-hmm. So sixty, I don't know. I never really count them. Some of them hide in tanks too, so you never really know when it's on the table. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I can't really count. Anyways, that's the kind of size of game you, that they have for their epic scale. Yep. Now. Part of the reason why I think they need that is because, well, first of all, they want to sell models, but it's because their tables are really big as well. I was going to mention that as well. It, it is about relative sizes. It's relative sizes. So if you were to scale things down, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if you had, say, a 3x3 three three board, let's scale it way down. Yeah, 3x3, three three, and you brought in like 60 guys, and you were look crowded. It'd be like too with... many guys in that spot. Yep. It would just be like a zombie horde. Uh-huh. <laughs> Both sides. It would be a zombie horde of orcs versus a zombie horde of marines yep. fighting it out. To be fair, that is what they show on the covers of all their books, which is supposed to be epic. Mm-hmm. So the question is, could you instead scale 40k down to a smaller board so you need less guys and still have that feeling of epicness like, and then call it Vanguard? Or if something. you scaled it down to 3x3... Three say yeah three by three and mm-hmm. it's just a vanguard and your heroes and, at that point because the board is so small your uh, heroes can reach so much of the board mm-hmm. that they would start to feel epic because anywhere they yeah. go it's a huge impact whereas if you're on a four by six board the hero can only mm-hmm. maybe move in a two foot radius over the course yeah. of the whole game if he's just like running to the next point well a three foot radius <laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe yeah yeah th- th- that's true yeah so i think I think that would make things feel more epic. Of course, you have less guys, and um, maybe then. And I guess they, since we talked about, uh, I guess terrain rules in 40k already being removed, you might as well remove <laughs> them for your for like your 40k game because terrain is not as big of a deal. No. So on a three by three, sure, it's your vanguard, and then if you don't want your uh, shooting gun line to get charged. Mm-hmm. You gotta have guys there to block them, like with their bodies. Yeah, I guess your guys are the terrain. Yeah, your guys become the terrain. I think I think that would actually work quite well. And if you really want to make it feel more epic, halfway through you could say you have reinforcements. Mm-hmm. So one of the problems with 40k, I feel like, is you start with a whole bunch of guys, then halfway through the game, they all die. Yeah. Right, so I feel like the most epic part when you're talking about like giant, epic, costly games is when the best part is when you lay all your guys down and there seem to be so many guys, and then by the end of the game, it's like I think we said this before your captain against their your your war boss, exactly. And it's just and two guys punching it out at the in the very end, and there is an epic moment at the end. And they feel cool because they're relative. They survived relative. the destruction of the entire armies on both sides. Yes. I feel like there should still be more guys, though. I think that's almost too much. That's why I think that halfway through, if they respawn, mm-hmm. it's not a respawn. It's like reinforcements. So halfway through the game, you bring on some extra guys. They say 30% of your army has to go into reinforcements. Or like a certain yeah. amount of the point level is just part of your reinforcing point level. Yeah. And, and it then, can feel more epic. And if you don't have are... guys, they can't fully reinforce. Yeah. So that way, even if you're if you're playing a game, first of all, you have less guys. And, and it's a catch-up mechanic too. Potentially. Cat- well, yeah, you can bring extra guys that 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 you have based on on how 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 the first half went. And then the second thing is you can you don't have to paint as many guys again because for it, like for certain people. Their reinforcements can be the same type of guys that are already out there, and you can just use the guys that died already and bring them and back. And put them back in the squad. Pick mm-hmm. them back and put them in a squad. So, I don't know why people don't do that. More reinforcements, smaller boards. Maybe it's because you don't force your players to, to buy, buy more models. Because if you have a 6x4 board, you can put a lot, <laughs> lot of models on the board, and you can yeah. buy a lot yeah, of models. Yeah, you gotta fill up your 6x4, man. Yeah, so I guess uh, going from that. Mm-hmm. Let's go to uh, the cost of uh, games. Um, 
so I think we, we said costs of not really being prohibitive. You know, we've, we make good enough money for our hobbies. But when we got into it, it was completely different. And for getting new young blood into it, the cost yeah. is it's almost everything. Harder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they often talk about, oh, man, this is going to be so expensive. I can't afford to do this. Like, i got to pay the rent and eat and everything. Yeah. Which, to be fair... And especially people that don't have jobs or in school. Like, the amount they can throw at Mm -hmm. games is extremely limited. Yeah, and so... uh, That's another, I guess, huge barrier. Mm -hmm. Uh, Do you think that that is... uh, I don't know. Insurmountable for a lot of people? It doesn't seem to stop people from trying to get into... 40k or maybe it does that we just don't see it yeah, you never see them because they just can't get into it mm-hmm. or actually i guess there, a lot there of, is because they, a lot of them there is a used market for because when i got mm-hmm. rid of mine it all went on the used market uh-huh. and it was all younger guys oh, yeah? who were all buying it up oh that makes so sense there's a way to get into it it's just it's a lot cheaper and then mm-hmm. the other thing is is i guess there must be because 40k has actually done a couple of things right so i guess we talked a lot about the big expensive games um, what other big combat games are there? There's like Kings of War. There's oh. War Machine that we keep keep kicking while it's down. <laughs> yeah, there's War Machine, which used to be I think a medium sized game, mm-hmm. but like became a big size game, uh, and I think is suffering from it honestly. Because they had their standard point level was thirty five, mm-hmm. but then they scaled it up to fifty in future seasons, which and then they the, the point value of things didn't change. It just became you had like your whole four foot wide board mm-hmm. was just covered in covered guys. in a line of guys. Or you could have one big guy. Yes. Which costs a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And then when they changed over the new edition, they're like, Well, let's make it uh well let's let's double the worth of points. So now one point guy uh is now it's worth a two point guy. Mm-hmm. And we'll play uh, what seventy five point games? So it didn't quite go from fifty to hundred. It more went. From... Well, but you get twenty five extra points. You yeah. get twenty extra points. So it effectively was like supposed to be the same size. Yeah. Except they rebalanced all the points. So after you rebalance all the points, you're like, well, depending on what you take, it seems like there's actually a, f- a bit. Your st- your armies are a little bit bigger. Again, when mm-hmm. they rebalance the points, right? But Even they though technically they said it was supposed to be the same size. Yes. So the games just got bigger and bigger and bigger. Until, mm-hmm. I don't know, I, I think that is part of, of what broke it. Because when I was thinking, oh, do I want to start another army? I thought, no, there's too many models that I have know, to paint. To be able to get a right. real army on the board. 40 guys. It's too much. Mm-hmm. That's like half the size of a 40k uh, army. Yep. But apparently, <laughs> that really shows you how big 40k armies are when I didn't even want to build an army to half the size. It was too much. Took yeah, too much time. I can see that. Even when I had the models like owned and I stripped them, I was going to repaint them. Yeah. It was already prohibitive. Yeah, and yeah. You slap them. Oh yeah. Yeah. Anyhow, if if it revives, it's it's oh, I was it's doable. About using them for Frostgrave. Oh that. Oh, <laughs> I've started cannibalizing them already. Don't okay. worry, you'll see them. All right, cool. Uh, okay, so I guess. Uh, there's also bigger games. I guess X-wing doesn't fit into the bigger game no, category. That's definitely I mean, a small game because you don't have to paint it if it's in the smaller game. Oh, and, there's only four and guys. The, and, yeah, on each side. Because literally, there's four guys on each side. It, and if they fixed because the, with a new addition, I'm sure they corrected a bunch of the balancing. Mm-hmm. So now you can have a viable army with four guys. I think, and definitely, it's definitely a small game. Yeah. The other big game I was gonna say is uh, that's actually doing pretty well right now. Um, is Song of Ice and Fire. Song? Mm-hmm. That one, I bought an army. I don't know why. So they don't have too many minute. The range for each faction isn't huge yet. So that might be what keeps it under control. Like, this, the number of guys yeah. you put on the board at once is quite so, large. So that, honestly, is the mm-hmm. big problem. The gameplay is cool. Yeah. Well, it's right. a little bit board gamey for me. But uh, it seems fine. The biggest issue is... The number of models. I bought like a Stark army. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I thought, oh, man, so each, just even start playing. So I need... each tray, because it's all tray based, has yeah. 10 guys on it. 12 guys. 12 guys. Yeah, it's 4 by 3. Mm-hmm. It's 4 by 3. Yep. You, it's 12. a 40 12 point guys per tray. game. 
Mm-hmm. And you need like how many trays five, worth of guys? Five trays. Five although trays. you often have a cavalry, which is only four guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you have a couple of heroes that swap heroes. in for the guys on the trays. So that's like fifty guys that I gotta paint. Yep. That's too many guys already. That's the same size as War Machine. So basically, mm. instead, I. But but at I've least I've been trying to. But at but least I, the army you put on the board in that game, you're like, I have the whole army. Whereas in War Machine, you're like, I have a very tiny portion of the fraction with this fifty guys. You're you're. What do you mean? This the number of possible armies you could build mm-hmm. in War Machine. Oh, the feeling of completion. The feeling of completion, where you're like, oh, I want to be able to take this possible option uh-huh. in War Machine. The number of guys it takes to be force allocation complete uh-huh. is enormous. Yes, that's Where, true. And Song the line and... is so big. Yes. That's true. But Song of Ice and Fire is growing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just like when you want to buy a new unit, you have to paint. At least you don't assemble them, which is good or bad, depending on whether you like assembling miniatures. Mm-hmm. But then you have to paint 12 guys, of which there's only four guys, four sculpts. There's only four variants. There's four mm-hmm. variants. Sometimes there's only three variants. And then you paint 12 of them. And I'm like, oh my god, I'm so tired you, after you, the first one. You only use speed painting <laughs> techniques on that. Yeah, it's... it's. I haven't, I haven't finished it mm-hmm. yet. So, oh, I actually also... <laughs> you know I'm saying? Oh, I don't play all any things. But actually, I also bought into this other large game, uh, Lord of the Rings, which is medium size. Yep. I have... Um, 40 guys, maybe? Yeah, you don't hear that much about it anymore. It's actually a bit smaller. What? It's 40 guys. Mm-hmm. It's it's smaller than War Machine. 30, 40, 40 guys, it looks like. Maybe if you spam guys, you can have over 50 or 60. But because of the, the big range, if it's like all cavalry, you'll have like 30 guys or so. And those guys are actually true 28 millimeter? Yes. They're not heroic? Like Yeah, they're actually mm-hmm. faster to paint because they're smaller. Yeah, and again, I'm painting, mm-hmm. yeah. So... Um, I did enjoy painting those guys. So it's probably a medium scale game, you'd say, because it, it yeah. tops at fifty. Uh, yeah, and, and and it's almost also what size people decide to uh, to to what the community decides is the right size of army to play, right? Like yeah. we said, for War Machine, they originally had a much smaller group, right, thirty-five point armies, which is a much smaller. Um, yeah, it was sort of meant that you could, it was sort of meant that you could get three tournament games in. Like if you played a Saturday tournament, yeah. you could play three rounds pretty easily, and you could usually get done in time. Yeah, and on top of that, it was because there's uh, expensive robots that you use. It's it was fairly easy for a newer player to get in. So they bought their starter box, which is your leader and two robots. Maybe you buy another robot and you buy a couple of ten man squads. Yep, it's around thirty guys. Yeah, you have a you have the starting army. Yeah, and if you talk to other people and you buy the right stuff, you have a viable army. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then yeah. But then at some point you start to need multiple of the same unit. You started to the game size increased, yeah. the number of options out there increased. Yeah, and then the game just became too well. There's a lot of other problems with it, mm-hmm. like we said. Um, all right, so. Those medium-sized games, I think, I think the original thirty-five point is easier to get into. Um, but nowadays, every well, there's this rise of, of the even skir- smaller size. The rise yes. of the skirmish game. Yes, mm-hmm. and I think it's basically taken over. Right, even GW has kind of realized it. So I think we're saying that most games started off as like a medium-sized game, or what we now consider a medium-sized game. Yeah, even 40K was much smaller when we started. Yep, and then they evolved into these... Bigger and bigger and bigger. Uh-huh. These... My, yeah, the armies are like twice the size. Maybe not twice the size of 3rd edition. Are they twice the size of 3rd edition? Hmm. We even played 1500 yeah. back then, and that wasn't crazy. And then 1750 was the big one. Yeah, 1750 and we then... considered big. And 2000 was everything you owned. Yeah, in 2000, there's like characters that can only be played in 2000, which is supposed to be an epic size game. And now 2000 is the basic level. Everyone is cheaper. Yeah, I'm trying not to think. I don't think it's twice the size. I think it's one and a half times the size. Okay. So I think uh, Marine is now 13 points, and I think they started out as like 17. And they at least made Primaris have two wounds, so now you can stuff more wounds on the, on the board. <laughs> on the one, one guy. guy. Yeah, one guy, yeah, that's true. But that doesn't help you with all the... If you're an orc player, an orc player. or a uh, Imperial Guard infantry player, mm-hmm. yeah, or a Tyranids player. 
Well, actually, they they made larger tower units now. They did. Yeah, Carnifex is not the largest any, and Hive Tyrant is not the largest anymore. I know. Which is kind of lame, in my opinion. They should just made it bigger. What? Just made the Hive <laughs> Tyrant bigger? Yeah. Large. That's yeah, awesome. Exactly. That's what we were, ta- we were talking about before about it being cool to have like a relatively giant, epic thing on the board. Yeah. You're like, here's your Termagant, and then here's this Hive Tyrant mm-hmm. that's like enormous. Yeah. In- one and a half times the size as big as their new like trigons and stuff like that maybe not quite as big but yeah. like really big and then it'll be awesome when that one guy goes and fights your space marine captain and it's, you're it's so enormous but like this little this captain thing is a third of its height uh it's still probably gonna lose like maybe loses maybe 60 percent of the time or but if you're supposed to shoot this giant thing on the way in and then then maybe you can finish it yeah finish it off and then one third of the time your space marine captain can kill him Mm -hmm. and then you you make you you charge to buy the space marine captain like 30 or 40 dollars because he's so epically cool Mm -hmm. with his optional i don't know iron halo or or other kinds of fancy caps Mm -hmm. but when they have to keep making new things to keep upping the ante on the scale of, oh, what's the new big cool thing? Because same thing with War Machine. Your War Jacks were your big cool thing. Yeah. Then they came out with, like... Colossal. Colossal. So now your War Jacks were like, eh. Oh, look at those babies. Eh, yeah. baby War Jack thing. <laughs> Who cares? Yeah. So when they, I have a guy that is, I don't know, three times the size of a normal War Jack. Mm-hmm. Even though, like, a War Jack is super powerful compared to your infantry guy. Yeah. Now you're like, oh, whatever. It's just a, just a regular old War Jack. Technically, so even though those big mm-hmm. boss guys were... in. Gameplay-wise, even though they were three times, more than three times the size, three times the height, and three times the width, so it's like... They were really just two warjacks <laughs> put together. In terms of gameplay, mm-hmm. gameplay, they were two warjacks put together. Yeah, but in terms of volume of plastic, they were the rest of your army. <laughs> yes, exactly. So yeah, I think, that, I think that is one of the things that comes back to, if, you, if they keep re-releasing bigger and more epic things mm-hmm. to try and draw people in or keep things new, yeah. it ruins the epicness of what they created before. Yeah, it's like... Game, game miniature inflation. Hmm. So all of the stuff that was cool before is no longer cool, and in some ways you kind of, I guess that's a good way to hook people in because they're like, oh, bigger and better, right? Yeah. Uh, but it does start to become a problem when it, when it, the the size of the miniatures outgrow your gameplay. Like exactly the thing with Colossals. It's the Colossals sold really well, right, in uh, War Machine, mm-hmm. but they ruined the game because a lot of the missions were based around holding territory. Yeah, and when you place this giant object on the board, mm-hmm. they ruined thirty-five points mm-hmm. because thirty-five points uh, because the uh, these War Machine, like these these Colossals were or such so such a large percentage of your. your they were about twenty points out of the thirty-five. Yeah, technically it would be forty points, right? So. Mm-hmm. Because you had five extra points. Your so leader was, gives you yeah. a couple points. So it was. It would be twenty five. It would be more than half your army. Yep. Well, more than half of the optional army because your leader is free. Mm-hmm. Um, the problem is what what ended up happening at thirty five points was could you kill the colossal? Then you win. Yeah, because War Machine is one of the games where you bring two lists. Yeah. And then you hope those two lists can deal with the mission and whatever mm-hmm. your opponent brings. Yeah. But then when there's the potential rock paper scissors and colossal. <laughs> You might have to fight against, like... Yeah, you basically mm-hmm. said, okay, so i got to bring a... Col- with 35 points, you couldn't bring a balanced list. So it would just be like, okay, so my list can now kill a Colossal. Great. If I kill a Colossal, I win. If I don't kill the Colossal, I lose. And it was such a big, and maybe you such have to, a big swing. And maybe you have to bring one of your two lists as that, because otherwise mm-hmm. you would just straight up lose. Mm-hmm. But then you'd have to guess if the opponent's even going to use the Colossal, because you don't know if they're... Actually, I guess it was kind of fun when both people brought a Colossal. Yeah, because then it's balanced. <laughs> yeah, but you just ruined the rest of the that. guys. It ruined all of the other stuff, right, mm-hmm. at 35. So then they had to bring it up to 50 points so that the Colossal is not as big of a percentage of the army so that you could actually make the game work out, right? Yeah, um, but, then, that, that but then the game effect. was too big. Mm-hmm. The game was too big for the rules as well. There's The, the way that you activated people, suddenly it, there was too many guys to and it's a precision play it's a precision measuring game too it, well it was it was especially when you couldn't pre-measure mm-hmm. so the game it just trying to to have this game inflation it, it got bigger and bigger until the the fundamental game uh, could not sustain how the the inflation mm-hmm. and then the game collapsed so have we ever seen games successfully 
take themselves from like big scale back down to something small, that's that's still like a good gaming experience. Because for Age of Sigmar, they've just recently created Warcry, which yes. though it's not going back down to medium, that's going mm. way back down to like small skirmish board skirmish. game level. Yes. The same thing with Kill Team being created. That's all the way back Warcry. down to skirmish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so I think Kill Team. Yes, Warcry is a little bit different. I think uh, with the the thing with Kill Team is it's it's actually your real you, miniatures from the same game line, whereas Warcry yes. is totally different miniatures. For the you most can part. play you can play the same subsection of the same miniatures. Mm-hmm. But the thing with with Kill Team is not only that they use all the same miniatures, but it obviously has the same lineage as uh, Warhammer Forty Thousand. It uses it's the like same core rule set, whereas the same Warcry core is a different rule core. ideas, mm-hmm. right? So you took um, it's like they took the Forty K rules and they tried to make it in a way. That to their idea was the the quintessential skirmish version. I think they almost they probably took too many rules from the main forty k. Like I've talked about this to you a lot, if not on the podcast. That what really is ruining forty k is not just the size. There's too many rules for every <coughs> interaction. No, no. Uh, they or too, too many rules. I meant. But no. Well, nope. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's another problem. <laughs> okay. That's not the one that I think is fundamentally broken in their current system, and why I I'm really excited about playing more Apocalypse is their AP system. Uh, so they have this balance between uh, armor, which is how 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 easy it is to kill a guy, and and their AP, which is how easy it is to go through the armor. Yep. And in I don't know was it fifth or sixth, uh, I guess marine armor. Be- was too good, and everyone just brought marines. And so they, and so everyone had to bring bring plasma rifles, which yes. negated the yeah. armor on the. But then it started becoming boring mm-hmm. when all you had was plasma rifles. So they started just making tons of weapons that were good against marines. Yeah. And the problem is, even though in addition they rebalanced, they they changed over entirely new rule set. They kind of ported over the idea of uh, armor heavy armor and then lots and lots of weapons that go through armor so what they ended up doing was they ported over one of their most broken systems because the problem was again it's like inflation it's got inflation now you have like some of the rules are like okay these guys are really tough and then oh well these guys are really too tough, tough now so now we're gonna make guns that can kill them mm-hmm. oh there are too many guys that can kill kill guns i guess we're gonna make guys that are even tougher and they had this kind of inflation thing going and they ported that over to the new system Instead of getting rid of it entirely, yeah, or which pricing they did it in Apocalypse, mm-hmm. or pricing it up, I think there's there's just too many guns. There are a lot of guns. You could price it properly, which mm-hmm. would naturally force out or and have uh, number restrictions for the heavy guns to naturally restrict it out. Mm-hmm. But they didn't do that, so now they ported that over to uh, Kill Team, which has the same kind of armor armor system, uh, and it's a even though it's infantry, it's broken things a little bit like it could be better right yeah. because of that so they didn't go back to the normal scale they just went way down to skirmish but I do think mm-hmm. I do think actually the skirmish level it, it did work I think yep I think uh, Kill Team is a solid little game there's like like I said there's that problem which is a serious issue because Kill Team you could actually do a Kill Team tournament on a weekend yeah you could easily get four or five it's games amazing in. thing so let's you, are we just going to go in and start gushing about skirmish games now no I think, well. I think we should I wanted to say about like games that managed to scale down. Like yeah. even War Machine tried to scale down. They created the other the one they created it, but Company no one of Iron. Company of Iron and nobody bought into it. Yeah, people bought into Kill Team and I think it works yeah. because a lot of people who used to play 40k and were like, "Oh, this game is too big." Mm-hmm. Uh, they started playing Kill Team cuz you can take small bites and chunks and still have your feeling of playing 40k and and they could get the game done in one evening. Yeah, or, or multiple games because yep. the game is also much shorter because you only mm-hmm. have 10 guys and, and they even streamlined it almost too much in my opinion where they they still have I, they, they got rid of I Go You Go so you alternate except for movement mm-hmm. and I know that's done to speed the game up but I think it was but the whole decision. problem is based around taking objectives so the few yeah. times I've played i found I think you should play whoever mm-hmm. yeah I think the, the best way to make the game feel a little bit more interactive yep 
is yeah, I go you is is alternating activation. So or when you activating guys, or possibly steal something from Frostgrave where they've made the commanders that possibly oh, yeah. you have your commander and his the couple guys around him activate first. Uh -huh. Your opponent does the same thing because uh -huh. like you, the guys who are leading yeah. the charge, the guys who are right on the front line to take the objectives. That's mm -hmm. your captain and his buds. Yeah, and then the rest of the army kind of goes in some chunks after that. That's not, that's not a good idea. They kind of put that in, but you had to use command points. Yeah. But then they spanned a whole bunch of good spending for command points, so you generally don't want to use that ability. Mm -hmm. And the other thing is attacking first in that game is really important because you can kill a guy you, before you can strike, and they, there's only like six or yeah. ten guys on each side. Yeah, you send your one guy against their good guy. And Whoever the weapons, the, mm -hmm. like I was talking about, the weapons are so strong that one weapon can kill the other guy out very easily even if he gets super tough yeah you take so, yeah, you take out their biggest pieces first and whoever gets to go first mm -hmm. to take out biggest pieces snowballs things into their favor yeah and I, I did find when I was playing my orcs like I had would have a, a knob with a power claw and a power claw would basically kill anyone in close combat right mm -hmm. so there was a lot of games where it would come down to me charging their important piece with my knob and I would use command points to go first, to attack first, and obviously that my opponent would be like, oh, well, oh, I, need I, to spend I need to spend command points to, to go back. first. And it literally came down to who won. A coin flip a over yeah, this. over mm -hmm. who rolls, because whenever both people do that, you just it's a coin flip of who goes first. Yep. And if I went first, then my power claw guy would eat the other guy's guy the other way. Obviously, the other guy was powerful in close combat, so he would eat my knob, mm -hmm. and that would be the game. And I'm like, oh. The game's over now. Yeah, it's good. It's good. These are short games. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but at the same time, it was fun enough. And 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 if we're talking about uh, scaling down the feeling of 40k. Mm -hmm. I guess that basically scales the feeling of 40k down because 40k was not that strategic of a game either. No, you, I do remember you there run being at like, each other, or you like, oh, my weapon's long range. I'm gonna okay, stand at this range and shoot. Yeah. I'm short range. I'm gonna run at you. Are yeah. there other options? Huh? What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they, they would often talk about flanking. We'd often talk your... about no. Nope. We talk about flanking, but it would not be part of the game. No, you would send some think... your bikes off on the flank, but then your bikes would fight their bikes. <laughs> it would just be a separate battle on the flank. <laughs> yeah, or or your bikes would go around and then do nothing because <laughs> mm -hmm. there's no flanking bonuses. There well, used to be flanking bonuses against tanks. Well, no, well, it's not a flanking bonus per se. It's a bonus of not being shot by their whole army because yes. you didn't drive into the front of it. That's that's that's, that's correct. It's just the tactical yeah. direction you took. No, that is some tactics. So there mm -hmm. was a little bit, but not that. But much. once you set them, you set and forget. In that yeah, game. it was, it was not deep tactical, and they removed that as well because um, I think one of the big things is all, a lot of the big guys in the old game had arcs, so if you shot them from the side or the back, that mattered. Yes. They removed that. It made so it quicker, it but it's not as cool anymore. Yeah, so it's it's there's no flanking bonuses. It doesn't matter which way your tank points. You just you drive yeah, around. Yeah, and do they have running? Oh no, they do have running. I don't know. The game just I don't know if it's we're older, so it just feel and we've played so many games that it feels less tactical because uh, we're so much so much better at strategy, uh -huh. or uh, if they actually remove a lot of strategy from the game by removing certain rules yeah by removing mm -hmm. like too many rules like they did too much streamlining yeah well when the game gets bigger that's what it takes to keep it playable in any case I do like Kill Team I think there's a couple of tweaks that I would do um, I actually did play a game with uh, my nephew I, I think I told you uh, we, I tweaked the rules a bit tried to make it a little bit simpler but also in the meantime also fixing some of the issues yeah so uh, getting rid of AP altogether uh, almost getting rid of a AP altogether. So it's, so, not, it's an all or nothing thing? No. No, okay. Uh, so what I did was all the guns don't... It's mostly about strength uh, and uh, doing two wounds. Mm -hmm. uh, but um, everyone's armor, uh, armor save, is lower. So a space marine, uh, like your, your top space marines have like... I, I put them at five and up, five yep. and up armor save, hmm. and but nobody has, uh, no one has AP. Uh, that's not true. Some only like powerful. Only the biggest guns. The biggest are AP. guns. So if you had AP minus three or minus four before, mm -hmm. then you have minus one, and then but cover also gives you plus, 
plus one armor save. Mm -hmm. So effectively, in shooting, mo most of the time, your Space Marine will have a four and up armor save. And then your your other guys have a five and up. Mm -hmm. But your Space Marines also have two wounds. So I don't know. I, I played it. it. It seemed to work out well. I was worried that the Space Marines weren't going to be tough enough, but they yeah. ended up being tough enough. Mm -hmm. uh, and, oh, the other thing I did was... Um, I took the thing from Apocalypse where you don't die until the end of the turn. Yeah, I was so, going to mention that before yeah. we talked about Kill Team, that that yeah. seemed to be one of the things that a smaller game, you it could implement it because so awesome. keeping a track of it for a game where you've got like maybe 25 different units on the board, it's too it's many very, tokens. very hard. It's too, much, yeah. too many tokens, when too much have five or ten. then you can remember stuff like that. Yeah, so, mm -hmm. so basically what I did was you mark your, your, your wounds... And then you resolve them at the end of the turn. You resolve them at the end of the turn, but every yep. wound is a minus one to hit. Mm -hmm. So it still make you still want to go first because you're you're making them worse at attacking you back. But it's not as all or nothing. So that's one of the nice things you can achieve in smaller games. Yeah, mm -hmm. I actually really like the the way that the game turned out with just a couple of tweaks. Yeah. Oh, also I did the the frostgrave thing. I was I was surprised that you mentioned it because obviously it's such a good idea. Oh, right? the the activating around your commanders. Yeah. but yeah. what I did was instead of just doing that, I, I every single guy when you activate one guy, you can activate another guy within three inches. So yeah. it's like everyone for the remainder of the activations. Yeah, that's one, one every way to single deal with. one, mm -hmm. moving, shooting, whatever. It was all just moving that. And my my nephew was ten. Mm -hmm. He picked it up, like, yeah. and <laughs> I actually I told him all the rules, and I was surprised because this ten is old enough. Because halfway through, you know, I made up these rules, the rules and I changed up, them. So you don't necessarily... And then, but I forgot them. They're not them. written down. I forgot I mean. them. Mm -hmm. And he corrected me. Yeah. Because halfway through, because I, you know, I played Kill Team normally. Because you've, you've thought of like <laughs> 20 different ways of playing Kill Team. And yeah, this is exactly. just one of the 20 and ways. And this is not even the normal way I play Kill Team. Mm -hmm. And then I told him, and then he... Uh, and I don't know, halfway through the game, he's like, no, I'm just supposed to do it that way. And I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot. Yeah, I'm doing it. And so I'm doing it, doing it the real Kill Team way. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I was actually I was actually pretty impressed. It was, it was fun. Yeah. So if they came up with, like, I guess a lot of the games we started were medium, medium games to start with. Yeah. I know. Even for as, the as game a quick, started off as a quick note, would you say Infinity is medium or small? Small. Small. Okay. Because the number um, of guys you put on the board is like 13 on average. I guess technically there's even... Smaller kill yeah. team is actually even smaller. Yes, it is. And but thirteen guys for a decent. Uh yeah, thirteen infinity army. I guess is. I guess it's small. That's yeah, that's, that's yeah. A, thirteen guys is not that many. Yeah. The the, the only thing that makes it bigger is mm -hmm. the terrain. Yes. And the four by four. I think that's an entirely other topic of what how much terrain takes to play a game. I think it is. I think it. You it, think it fits into it's what? in between. Mm -hmm. So I think I would mm -hmm. say it's the new medium. Just because of the terrain, because you need to bring a like in Warhammer yes. 40k and Age of Sigmar, you have to show up with a crate of guys. Yeah, but I'm, and in Infinity, if you want to play like a cool game of Infinity, you need to show up with a crate of terrain. Yeah, so you don't show up with as much guys, mm -hmm. but the terrain, is, there's there's a lot. Like whenever we play, we do have we have crates the exact same yeah, size terrain. terrain. Whereas when you play a normal fantasy or whatever, there's like a few pieces, there's a couple there's a trees, there's like a house. Yep. So that yeah. kind of brings the size down. And if down. you play uh, War Machine, you don't even use terrain for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. So you would call Infinity a medium-sized game, because not of because of the th not because of the models, not because so. of the ten to like crazy yeah. twenty guys on the board. Yeah. It's because of the twenty pounds of terrain you need to bring. Yeah, so it's a medium-sized game if you play at home. Mm -hmm. It's a small-sized game if you play at a game store. Yep. So <laughs> that's they have all the terrain set up. Um, so if they came out with another medium-sized game, do you think you would actually get into that? Apparently I would, because I just realized I bought into like almost every game that's come out. You know, I have a Malifaux every, army, yeah. too. Because Malifaux, I guess, would be medium-sized as well. Yeah, yes. and oh, we, didn't, we didn't talk about Frostgrave, though. Frostgrave is like, I love it's also, that game. I know, it's, it's also It's my second small. favorite game. It's a small game, it's ten guys. Yeah, I can't um, wait till the next edition comes out to just like tweak things until everything feels like nice yeah. and smooth. I'm... Because a lot of things don't yeah. feel smooth. That's the uh, only the hiccup. The spells, I, I, I don't think they need the... If it were up to me, I don't think they need the... Um, when you when you compound activate with your wizard, you don't... Because you can walk through your own guys, I don't think they need to have that rule where three guys move and then three guys activate. Oh, that part. Of that, that move is... Oh, the order where you can't activate yeah. so normally move, you can only No, you move. can. You can activate a move. But you can do a special one where they all move... So when you activate your wizard and your guys, mm -hmm. you can either activate uh, your wizard and three guys 
within them, like one after the other, or you can activate them all together, in which case all four of them move, move then, and then all four of them activate. Yeah, they and can't literally punch that, someone and walk off, basically. Yeah, and when I when you play it out, it, the literal only reason you do that is to is to combine attack a guy, to gank a guy, mm-hmm. right? It's it's a way where your four guys can walk up. Uh, into melee range yeah. of a guy, and then each of them can attack at one after power. the other at full power. Mm-hmm. Rather than sort of the power building up, yeah. When one guy, but goes, the thing the next is, when goes. you play, yeah. Mm-hmm. But Frostgrave, you're playing with a wizard. Your wizard is supposed to be at range anyway, so normally he's not going to want these three guys to move up and attack a guy normally. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't make sense in 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 the game. It would make the game more simple. So almost always, I activate them one at a time. Yeah. It's an interesting risk thing if you put your wizard up front. You get to activate first and kill their I guys. I think you just remove it. I, I think it's it's fine. It's not a bad rule. It's fine, but mm-hmm. it's a needless rule. It doesn't add an. It doesn't add much to the game, and it would simplify games, and it would not make the game. If all the guys were would make the, activated like normal, they just yeah, move the attack. You would just not even think the fact that oh, I could have ganked them all together. Mm-hmm. It would just be different, uh, but it would make the game simpler to learn. Mm-hmm. So everyone activates the same way. It's just when you activate a wizard, you can activate four guys and then and go around. Yeah. So the Frostgrave, though, is a small game. And you'd say Malifaux is yeah, medium-sized, maybe? Malifaux is even smaller. Yeah, yeah. Malifaux is like your crew comes with whoever, like how many guys ten. are in the box. Yeah. And it's six plus a few ten guys. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. small as well. So where's the middle gone, then? Where, where's our middle-sized game with, like, 30 guys? Where, where is this? Uh, Lord of the Rings? Okay. Lord of the Rings is, mm-hmm. like... I thought it was a large game, but when I've seen people play, it's, it's not it's not as big as, as War Machine and stuff. So it's it's like on the larger side of, of medium, but yeah. Yeah. And then yeah, I guess. Oh. And Game of Thrones too. No. Nope. Game of Thrones, I think, is kind of on the edge of large. It's like mm-hmm. fifty guys. Just because it's got fewer bases, you're moving and activating fewer things at Units. once. So the game plays the fast. game plays like a medium sized game, but the number of models is a large size. Well. The game plays, yeah. Just it plays like almost like a skirmish game. There's like, oh, well, maybe not. Because the number of trays is that ten yeah, to twelve. The trays. number of units you actually move around is small. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, space games, draw fleet. There you go. Draw fleet we, games. We almost forgot about, it, despite owning an armada, a giant, giant number of draw fleet models. Yeah, so that's like 20, 20 serps or something yeah, like that. That's medium. Yeah, and I mean, looking when you look at the game on the board, it looks incredible. Yeah, because also then you're talking about epic scale, the feeling mm-hmm. of making things bigger. They're spaceships. Come on. Yeah, you spaceships. Know and they have a few like epic things, which mm-hmm. they're like significantly bigger. They're than like the other four ones. to five inches long, which is like whoa, this is huge. Yeah. Just because compared to your little frigates, uh-huh. that are maybe less than two inches long. Yeah. And their bulk. Yeah. Like if true. you threw them at someone, you could hurt them. <laughs> if you threw a frigate at someone, it would. They might not feel it. <laughs> uh, they'd be annoyed. It would yeah. be, a, yeah, it'd be like throwing an eraser at them. Yeah, uh, but yeah, the scale of that game, like that—that's yeah, what got us into board. it. Yeah, it's, it was it was good and it was space, which yeah, like, we haven't hadn't really played those. And a lot of people we know bought into it because it I wasn't. Guess we played X Wing, but mm-hmm. it wasn't that hard to get people to buy into that size of game either, because yeah. it had the epic feel to it. But you didn't have to paint a hundred guys; you could mm-hmm. paint maybe twenty guys. Yeah, and you'd have a good army there. Yes, but. Here's the thing. <laughs> 20 guys felt a little bit much, too. <laughs> I know. I, well, I know. I never finished painting. <laughs> you never finished your army? Yeah, I painted two. I, I painted the mooks, but I never finished painting the oh, big no, guys. I never finished my second army. Yeah. I finished my full uh, PHR army, mm-hmm. and then I was I, I halfway finished my um, uh, Scourge army, Yep. and then we were like, ah, screw this game. Let's make our own game. And then I was like, oh, good, I have enough Scourge finished for mm-hmm. to, to playtest our own game. I guess, so that then it comes down to it. How about our game? Our game is small, I would say. Yeah, I think so. We it's 12 guys, like top. Almost yeah, 12, uh, 3... There was ways like of getting... 12 or 13. Sli- yeah. and technically, you have fighters, but they're almost tokens. Yes, exactly. Like so, fancy tokens with little miniatures. But mm-hmm. still tokens, nonetheless. So I think part of our concern was actually Drop Fleet was kind of taking too long to play as well. Yeah, and it was too big. Yeah, it was a, it was a medium-sized game, but yeah. because of how many rules they put on each individual yeah. model, and because of all the bookkeeping that went into the mm-hmm. missions... And the... I know this kind of bugged me, uh, but the 4x4 board, 
So I have a small table. Most people have small tables. Well, really how many people have a four-foot table? Unless yeah. you play ping pong, which we which we had like growing up mm-hmm. in our parents' place, you have to have a special table to play these games. And so I literally I had to put on boards to actually play on my kitchen table yep. uh, to play this game. And that but was then again, slightly most kitchen annoying. tables aren't 36 anyways either. So, But the room you need, though, like the, the room That's itself true. does need to be quite wide to lay on a four-foot board. But even for a Aren't three foot, you still have to. No, they're usually more like thirty to thirty-two. When you have a thirty-six inch wide table, you feel like you're quite far away talking to each other. I mean, it's, oh, nice, yeah, it's do, a nice yeah. table. Oh, it's and a dining a, table. A, it's a, a dining table. So a kitchen dip. table is not thirty-six inches, yeah. but a dining table is will often be thirty-six. Often be when it has a whole dedicated room to it, it yeah. can be thirty-six. So, yeah. So well, basically, mm-hmm. now that we, you know. Real estate is super expensive, so we live in apartments. Now that we live, we live in, in cities Toronto, and tiny yeah. apartments where you can't even fit a queen-size bed. Yeah, so we have uh-huh. kitchen tables, and these games don't fit on the kitchen table. It's terrible. Yeah. So that kind of annoyed me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so our game uh, works on, I think, you, you want a 36 because that's the X-Wing size. You're like, oh, there's a lot of mats that the fit that size. space mats are up there. And you have 12 guys, so it's not crazy to go and mm-hmm. uh, get that many guys. And I think right? it also goes back into our earlier conversation. Maximum 12. Actually, the normal size army is what? 10? Seven, seven small guys plus three big guys? Yeah. Yep. Yep. I think that goes back to our earlier conversation that if you're not playing on the 6x4 board... I think 15 board, was the maximum maximum, but... Yeah. Where they're, some of the guys are basically almost unarmed. Yeah, they're just support, but they're, they're, they're bigger ships, but they're support ships. Mm-hmm. They're not, they're not little fighters. Mm-hmm. But it goes back to your, our earlier conversation that on a 6x4 board, mm-hmm. if you put a bunch of 28mm guys, they look really tiny and not epic. Mm-hmm. But if you go down to... Unless you want to feel that like vastness of space. Yes, exactly. Right? But each individual guy doesn't feel very special. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you shrink the board down to kill team size, every individual guy feels special now. Yeah. So with our spaceships, if the spaceships aren't like smothering the board in spaceships... Mm-hmm. And you bring it down. To, you bring it down to a three by three. Now mm-hmm. ten guys feel like they're covering a lot of space when you combine it with like the fighters that are moving all over mm-hmm. the place. Now it feels yeah. like there's a battle going on it because feels, it's tight. Yeah, because they're they're filling up the space. They can flank people. They they can take up the entire area mm-hmm. of the table. Yep. So they feel. So the board like, feels full and it yeah. feels like a real clash. And then mm-hmm. um, the other thing I just want to mention that we're going to test out today is I did have a modification of the 36 by uh, 36 board so mm-hmm. that you can play 36 by 30. Mm-hmm. And we're going to do that because my kitchen table is 31 and I'm not bringing in extra boards. Yeah. <laughs> Even though you own them. Yeah, I have them, but I don't want it. It's so annoying. This is my point. It's so annoying to get those boards and put them up down. Yep. So we're going to go test that out, those, those modifications. So that's why. So me- it'll work. Yes. Game, space game will work. So that's why medium-sized games are the best and... Well, maybe not. No. Small, Small size, size games Scrum. are the best. Medium size games are the best, but we don't play any, and we prefer playing skirmish. And, and we've realized there aren't very many. Yeah, and oh, all well. these new games, like all the new games that are mm-hmm. seem to hit, right, are small games. And honestly, one of the probably the selling factor for Kill Team for me yep. was the fact, not even the fact that it was a skirmish size of a small number of people, but was the fact that it plays on a twenty-two by thirty-inch board, which means it even it fits on your coffee table, not even your kitchen table. So I think a question maybe for a future podcast mm-hmm. is though, do the smaller skirmish games have the staying power, like the replayability where you want to play mm-hmm. them for years? Or do you feel like you've explored the whole space they have? Because it's a skirmish game, there's less mm-hmm. there's just less options there. Do you feel like you use the game up faster? So maybe that's mm-hmm. probably a topic for another time. Yeah, definitely. We're going mm-hmm. almost an hour now, so Oh, very good then. I hope everyone's been listening for that whole hour <laughs> and hasn't tuned us out. Alright, before that happens then uh, yeah, so next time we'll talk about staying power of these small games and uh, maybe how that'll affect uh, our game and what, and how we're going to try and make our game have more staying power. Yep, because, I mean, the games I like the most have staying power, so... Now, how can you play it, get game in and day in, day out? Like, exactly. Obviously, skirmish games can have staying power because we play Infinity every week and mm-hmm. we're doing that for years now but we'll have to figure that out next week yeah all right all right uh this has been alan it's been brandon 
All right, one last thing. Yeah, if you like this podcast and want to hear more, just like us wherever you're listening. Yeah, and if you want to keep track of our uh, work on Starpiercer, go to starpiercer.com, or if you're on Facebook, go to our Starpiercer community. So, if that's basically it. Thank you. <laughs> Bye.